Welcome to The Follow-Up, a podcast by Quorum Deo Church. In this podcast, we break down the truths of Sunday and make them applicable for your everyday life. Hi. We have Becca Wilcox here. Here I am. Yay. Um, We like to add new people to this podcast, so if you are interested, come join us. (laughs) Come join us. We love to hear more voices talk about the truths of Sunday and how they're applicable what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday morning. I think so. It's, Tuesday, it's a holiday Tuesday, so who knows what day it is. I don't know. <laughs> so we are recapping Sunday's message, which was Psalm 129. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and read it for us. Okay. Psalm 129. Greatly have they afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, greatly have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back. They made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous. He has cut the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turned backward. Let them be like grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up with which the reaper does not fill his hand, nor the binder sheaves his arms, nor do those who pass by say, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. It's a good one. That is a good one. I was was wondering at the beginning exactly where we would go with that. Uh Um, But I like the turn. Not the turn, but I, I like the direction that Billy took. Yeah. Um, pulling that out of there. Um, because they weren't necessarily, like he talked about, wishing curses on their enemies. It was more about their own perseverance. Yes. So. Yes, yes. And they're singing this, like, as they travel. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like a, a good theme of all of these Psalms of Ascent are remembering. Mm-hmm. Like, where have we come? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. And, like, who has God been this whole time? I think Billy called it, uh, like, a road trip soundtrack or he something like that. <laughs> How cute point. was that? Yeah, I think that was very applicable um, to just explain some of the context of these psalms along their journey. Yeah, I remember he said, because he's like, there's been some emo songs, there's been some happy uh-huh. songs. Like, that's just, that's really funny the way he put that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of his first points is God enables the perseverance of his people. And... What is that like, maybe in your own life, Becca, in my own life, what is that like when we try to like muster up our own strength and try to persevere? Because that, like you said, that this is about the perseverance of God and mm-hmm. him preserving his people. Mm-hmm. But far too often, more times than not, I try to just pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that before? Absolutely. Um, one thing that Billy said that I wrote down was perseverance is not a result of our determination. Mm. It is the result of God's faithfulness. If you think about, um, Mm. so (laughs) later on in the sermon, in the message, he had a great analogy that I love that I'm sure we'll get to having to do with the gym. But if you think about January, that first week in January, there's gym specials, athletic clothes are on sale. Everyone is determined. This is going to be the year that, I lose all the weight. This is going to be the year that I get healthy. This is going to be it. Um, And by February, the gyms are empty again. It's true. It's human nature to have some motivation, but motivation goes away. Yeah. 
Um, and so that, that happens to me all the time. I get motivated. Something bothers me enough that I want to actually do something about it. Yeah. Um, but generally at the first sign of true trouble, that motivation is gone. I think it's, it's for me when I lose sight of like the true goal. Mm-hmm. And so right now in my own life, I feel like by 2 PM, I'm so motivated. All right. After bedtime, mm-hmm. I got a toddler. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm just like, all right, he's napping now. Like I can do all this stuff. I can get all this stuff done. And after <laughs> bedtime, 730 at night, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Right. No, I'm asleep by 830. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like in bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, why? where did that, where did that motivation go? Cause mm-hmm. it is zapped completely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's like, oftentimes it has to be like what my focus is on. True. And is it for my own selfish gain? Is it for my own comfort? And is it, am I really motivated to clean my house because someone's coming over in like two hours and I'm going to clean my house, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. There's like motive and drive behind our own perseverance. Right. Which is another reason why it cannot last because it comes out, you know, what he's talking about, that true perseverance is a result of God's faithfulness. And only his faithfulness is what can last until the end of the age. We just can't. Human beings, there, there's only so far that our, the strength of our flesh can go yeah. before it fades out. Yeah. Um, before we're in sleep, asleep by 8.30, even though we had <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. No, I, <laughs> that actually sounds really nice right, right. now. Um, but there's just only so much mm-hmm. that we can do. And there's so much freedom in that to think about um, – you know, the, the bulk of this message, he talked about um, afflictions and that yeah. afflictions having a purpose and yeah. there's freedom um, in that, um, not having to constantly muster up your own strength, but yeah. by by leaning on God's strength, yep. um, it can actually last. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. The other note I made is what Billy said is our trials are no longer something to be endured with your own teeth gritted and your heart heavy. They are opportunities to say to the world that Jesus is alive. Mm-hmm. To really to really fight against, like Job, you know, his friends, his wife were like, just give up, dude. Like, mm-hmm. just give up. But there was deeper hope. And our, our hope, you know, Job didn't even know the risen king. Right. But like, the tomb is empty and we know that. Mm-hmm. You know, Easter. I remember, I feel like we said this a lot at Quorum Day. was like, Easter Sunday is great, but the hope of Easter Sunday will make a difference in July. Right. You know? Right. It's not just for that. It's, it's kind of like we talk about Quorum Deo's name. Yeah. The church isn't just Sunday morning, but we live every moment mm-hmm. before the face of God. And it's the same thing with trials, that there is um, there is a purpose to be able to sh- show people how how we react to trials, how we can persevere, right. because it's it's beyond us. It's bigger than us. Um, I'll be honest, I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Trials that come my way, that that specific thing he said about with your teeth gritted. Oh. I, I know that feeling Me too. and that face of like, if I can just get through this to the mm-hmm. next step, mm-hmm. then I'll be okay. If I can just... I did this in, in June, um, and knowing that I had July off, I was like, oh, if I can yeah. just make it to the end of June. Yep. Um, not that it was too hard, but I was ready for a vacation. Totally. <laughs> it was a trial in my life. Totally. Um, but if I could just take a step back and look at rather than, if I could just make it to June, I mean, mm-hmm. make it to July, 
um, see it as an opportunity to share the gospel, to live the gospel, yeah. to allow the gospel to affect my life and yeah. therefore affect others. Um, it's just a change of perspective. Yes, that focus on what what our what our eyes are set on. And for me, that gritted teeth that reminds me of anytime Billy and I have a marital spat. Mm. Maybe we should call it um, once a year. Well, just you know, maybe once a year. <laughs> um, more than not, he he's the one that apologized first, and I'm like, I'm sorry too, you know. But I'm I'm still a little heated. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's like the posture of my heart, and if I if my focus and my goal was knowing that that Christ is risen, that I have been so completely redeemed and forgiven, mm-hmm. that forgiveness should be easy for me to share with other people, and I can have self control and I can have peace and I can have joy instead of that gratitude. Like, oh, yeah, I have to apologize too. It's like, no, we get to reconcile. Yeah. Like, I can set my pride down. Because even trials can be huge, 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 or it could be how you respond when someone does cut you off. Yeah. Like there and, and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. And it really depends on how your day's going and, and what you've got. I, I mean, the enemy can attack us in every shape and form. Right. Uh, he wants to destroy us. And so if that's destroying us by a family member being ill or if that mm. if that's to destroy us by an argument with our husbands. Yes. He's in it. That's he it. wants to destroy us. And so um, everyone's trials look different. Um, absolutely. And I think one thing that this made me thought uh, made me think of listening to that um, after that quote, I remember sitting there on Sunday and thinking, so how, how do yeah. we maintain that perspective? How do we maintain, um, this view of trials as opportunities rather than, um, bumps in the road? And one thing that came to my mind, although I, I don't think there's just one singular answer, but the value of community yeah, surrounding yourself with people who can say, who can help align that perspective of like, man, what you're going through right now is awful. Yeah. I cannot fix it for you, Mm -hmm. but I am here with you and I can remind you of God's goodness. And I think, I think that's key, man. Like when we walk through life alone or these moments alone, or maybe we feel too ashamed to share what Mm -hmm. those trials may be Mm -hmm. that we're going through. Right. Um, the more we hide and the more that's in darkness, um, the harder it is yeah. to keep that perspective. I think I think that's when we have those blinders on mm-hmm. that we can't see almost reality mm-hmm. sometimes, right? What's true? What's not true? What's true about me? What's true about you? Yeah, um, we can just get lost in our own thought. But I really like how you said, "Bring to light." Mm-hmm. Just let the light shine on it. Absolutely, absolutely. And in speaking of opportunity, you know, you can't share an opportunity that you're not willing to share the beginning of, you know, Mm. you can't, um, you can't walk through a trial and turn it into an opportunity if you want to keep it to yourself. And that's really the point of this, that it's an opportunity to show people, um, the gospel, show people, remind people that Jesus is alive. And we, so I'm a huge fan, as you know, of, of sharing what you're going through with the purpose of bringing it to light and, and putting that perspective to it. Yeah, that's really good. That's really, really good. Um, Billy reminded us another way to continue to how. How do we let our trials, how do we lean on the perseverance of God rather than ourself, is to dwell on the promises of God. I didn't know this, but he said there are over eight 
thousand promises in the Bible, seven thousand or so in the Old Testament, one thousand in the New. And um, I was just wondering, what are some promises your go-to, like your go-to verses, promises that like when you're when you're in it, or um, maybe you're maybe not in the moment because that is really hard. Mm-hmm. But like, do you have those po- promises that you have like clung to in mm-hmm. like deep dark times or even just get to July, like, I want to be done with my job, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my go-to, I, all my life, I have struggled with with fear. So fear of what if, fear of what other people think, yeah. um, fear of if I do something wrong, um, what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So not necessarily feel fear as in, like, the boogeyman or scared of the dark, but mm-hmm. fear of the unknown. Mm. Um and especially how people see me. Sure. And so 2 Timothy 1.7 is is the verse that I just go to all the time. That I read God that does, today. Oh, there you go. Like God does not give us a spirit of fear. Of when power. I feel that, that is not from the Lord. Um, but mm. of power and of love and of self-control or self-discipline. That And his promise is, you know, f- what I hear in that, his promise for me is that when I feel that fear... Baby girl, that is not for me. Yeah. I want to give you power, love, and self-discipline. That is the spirit you should have. Mm. And so when I feel that unknown or in those trials of like, what's going to happen? Terrifying. What if we don't get through this? Yeah. What if, um, what if, you know, with a marital spat, uh, you know, what if he's mad at me for days? Yeah. What if I said something that really hurt him? What if I make a mistake with my children and mess them up. You know, at these your job, <laughs> don't you hate messing up at work? Yes. I hate yes. What are up. they going to think of me? <sighs> um, things like that. So when those what ifs come into play, mm-hmm. that's the promise I really rely on. That's really good. Um, that that spirit is not from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about at, you? Yeah. At the end of 2019, I feel like God revealed to me like this, this mind shift that I could take um, because I get so stuck in a down word spiral of what if what if what if what if exactly like you said mine are a little different um the fears but I I struggle a lot with fear and anxiety and it's what if this what if this what if this and it just goes down and I feel like God helped me to see stop thinking so much about what if and what is Mm. like what if what if what if what if but like what is true yes and it's, it's like, a, it's a grounding technique for myself. You know, when you can ground, you're like, you and I have talked about this before. What can I touch? What can I see? What can I feel? Like, what is actually true, but mainly what is true about God himself? Yes. And for me, uh, when I was thinking about the promises of God, I think about Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Um, for I am the Lord your God. I will be with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And I actually read that the day I found out I was pregnant with Samuel. It was just in my CBR journal to read was just starting Joshua Mm -hmm. because we had struggled with a little bit of infertility and loss in the past and seeing that positive plus sign that I've longed for on a pregnancy test was joyful, but like utterly terrifying, Mm -hmm. completely terrifying. Yeah. So then I just sat down, read my Bible and I read Joshua, Joshua one. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Because Joshua, Moses had just died. And God was like, all right, you're up. Mm -hmm. You're up, Josh. Like, (laughs) we're about to lead all these people. Yeah. Through 
a lot of stuff, but like, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. And it's not in his own might. It's in God. Right. I will be with you wherever you go. And so I had a lot of peace. And it, that didn't mean that I didn't have lots of fear and anxiety the rest of my pregnancy. Because I did. But it was just a coming back to. It was just a coming back to. He's going to be with me. Mm-hmm. If we have this baby, if we don't. Wherever I go. Right. He can make me strong. He can make me courageous. It is just like a refocus. Yeah. Yep. That one. And just I will never leave you or forsake you. Things like that. Yeah. Things like that really help ground me. Yeah, I love how you mention coming back to the truth. Yeah. Coming back to the truth. And I, you know, <laughs> I remember hearing a sermon once years ago, kind of at the beginning of my own personal walk um, with Jesus. How do you, he talked about knowing the truth and how do you know the truth? The truth mm-hmm. is in God's word. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why it is so important for us as believers to to be reading scripture, even those days where we feel like, I didn't get anything out of this, because I don't know about you, I have days that way. Yes, yes. I just read the story, and I don't know why, but I read it. Um, But then there's other times in which, you know, reciting those scriptures to Mm -hmm. ourselves, reciting those scriptures to each other, is the way that we can remember that truth. And that the verse that I mentioned to you is the same kind of thing. It's separating truth from lies. What is a lie from the enemy? What is the truth that I can replace that lie with? Right. Um, this exercise I do with Bailey when she's afraid of something. Mm-hmm. My my daughter is seven. I say, let's let's. That's a lie. Let's take that lie mm-hmm. out and let's replace it with truth. That's the good. truth is that you're safe. Yeah. The truth is that the storm, the lightning. Pr- Probably won't hit the house. <laughs> the other yeah. night, she didn't want to go to sleep because it was thundering, and she was afraid that lightning was going to hit the house. That was yeah. her specific. Yeah. Thing. Um, so we even literally talked about the the likelihood of that, and just trying to put that truth mm-hmm. into her mind mm-hmm. to dispel that fear and that. Yeah. So knowing those promises, what um, is true, help us to to remember that truth. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I also think sometimes we re. We read scripture, not knowing why or now, how in the moment, but in the future. Mm-hmm. It's like we're just training. Mm-hmm. We're training ourselves and our bodies and, and that discipline, that self-discipline you were talking about. And I think prayer can be similar to that. And that was one of Billy's kind of next point is taking prayer seriously. Because that's where you talked about, are these people cursing? <laughs> the right. people that have that are their enemies? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know. I like how he explained about the, the housetops. When I read this, I was like, oh, that's odd. Like, that's like, why is that in there about right. their roofs growing grass? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, you know, in, in good season, in good weather, then that grass would grow up and you would be able to use it. And it's like, no, don't even, don't even let them prosper. Like, don't even let them. Get, I just didn't know that. So I'm, I'm thankful Billy explained what that meant about yeah, the grass on the house. Yeah. But uh, Billy says that the prayer of the psalm does seem like a curse, but we're not to curse our enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are to pray against the evil in this world, and we are to be praying for God to break the chains of like addiction and oppression. Like he brought, he brought uh, Ephesians six and praying the um, armor of God, and that we are not fighting against like literal people, right? Enemies, 
but we are going to war against the powers and principalities of, of this world mm-hmm. and the evil. And it's the kingdom of light, God's kingdom against the kingdom of darkness. Absolutely. Are we taking that seriously? And are we, are we praying? Are we coming alongside people? Mm-hmm. Are we praying for, for addiction all across Burke County to be broken? Cause it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and in different forms, you know, substance abuse or pornography or, um, addiction to, to, to anything. Yeah, absolutely. I think when it comes to that, I think it's easy, um, especially for those of us who have been raised in the church and maybe raised with some religious baggage, you know, Mm -hmm. to see the actions that people do and be judgmental, honestly, uh, um, forgetting that sin is sin. And my, hidden behind closed doors mm. sin is just as bad mm. as the the people that that I'm judging that I see yeah. do x y and z there's is out in the open exactly mm-hmm. um and I think that's something that I've personally wrestled with remembering that and I've I've gotten into several situations where people have made me angry or I'm yeah. just kind of disgusted with what they do and I have to remind myself we all have to remind ourselves that um sin is sin and yeah. it's our our ultimate enemy is greater than than that one person who's making certain choices or sure. walking through certain trials and issues um and that's what we're praying against yeah we're not praying against people we're actually praying for them yes when we're praying against the like you said addiction um, we are not against the addict. We are for the addict because Jesus is for the addict. That is a great God point. God is for the addict. We are against addiction. Yeah. We are against chains. chains. Yeah. We are, we, we stand to, to be chain breakers. Yeah. Instead, not people breakers. Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> and that's, that, that's just, and I think that personally for mm. me, the way that I can remember that is to remember what I have done. The chains that I have, and that that free. people have helped me break, mm-hmm. because they were willing to pray for me mm-hmm. rather than shun me. Yeah, and I think we have such a cool opportunity, and, and and like you said, taking that seriously to stand on the behalf of people we know, or brothers and sisters, or people we don't, people excuse we don't me, know. we don't even know, mm-hmm. um, to stand in God's truth. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that could almost be a gift Mm -hmm. that we get to, that we get to do that for people. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. Man, that's good. We are not, what did you say? We're chain breakers, not people breakers. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Because if you think, I mean, when Jesus met the woman at the well, you know, he go and sin no more. Not, you know, he was, he was against her sin, but for her. Absolutely. Um, he showed up in a place where she she came to the well in the middle of the day because really she didn't want anyone yeah. to see her. Yeah. And I believe that in that moment when he saw her, um, she was able to be free. And I think we have that opportunity. Because, and, and, and this is a great reminder of that when, when Billy talks about perseverance um, is an opportunity to show that Christ has risen, to mm-hmm. show that we have freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an opportunity to see people, yeah, for who they are as in, in, in God's image, not yeah. for what they've done. 
Absolutely. And I love, love, love that woman at the well. I was just reading um, a study through that, and the study pointed out something that I've never seen before is that he said, no, I know living water that you'll never thirst again from. And she was like, oh, give that to me. Mm -hmm. And so after their conversation, she leaves her jar or whatever container she had there. Mm -hmm. She came to get water and she got the living water Mm -hmm. and she left with it, but she didn't leave with like physical water. Like she just like left her jar and ran to tell everyone that she knew who she has met. Yeah. Like she just, so that is like a picture of her, like leaving her old life. Yes. And, and going and living and drinking from the well that never runs dry. Yeah. And you see her response is to run and just tell. Tell. And Mm -hmm. man, we, we, not just you and I, we collectively as a church, we are the woman at the well. Yeah. And we have this super cool opportunity to leave our old jar and run and share the living yeah. water with the people of of our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and Burke County and the world. Absolutely. Um, and praying for them and aligning our minds with the truth through prayer, through reading scripture, through yep. community is how we do that. Absolutely. And I love, and I you mentioned this at the very, very beginning, is that analogy at the end about the weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Because you mentioned prayer, community, um, reading your word, those are all like exercises, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. if you like get up tomorrow and you're like, I'm running a half marathon, but I haven't trained for it. You're not going to, you're not going to be able to do it. You're nope. not going to make it very far. Mm-mm. And even if you like, we've been talking about have that in your mind, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like physically you, you really can't. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so this idea, Billy shared this, um, this analogy of if you go to the gym with a trainer or with someone else and they do place this weight on your back to deadlift or, or whatever, they're with you and they're there to help you and train you and strengthen. It's going to hurt, mm-hmm. but they're there with you to make you and develop you into a stronger version of yourself. Yes. And then the opposite of what if someone just like chucked this giant weight at you, their goal is to crush you. Right. It's like, it's like having that perspective of who God is. He is that gentle trainer or friend that is like right there with you that ultimately can carry the load by himself, but he wants to carry it with you. Like he wants to invite you in Mm -hmm. to something greater and better. And Satan just wants to crush us with this weight. Yes. Billy said, sometimes a trial can be the exact same thing. Like God can be allowing something in your life to feel extremely heavy but to know that he is right there and he is calling you, drawing you into himself mm-hmm. to develop you and make you stronger. It might hurt. Yeah. And then Satan wants to use that same trial to crush you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, all about, it's all about perspective. I, I love in that analogy, the, that phrase, a burden with a purpose. Ooh. And because, and I've always loved the analogy of weightlifting and exercise. Because you like um, to weightlift. I do. Um, you might not be able to tell looking at me, but I do. Oh. <laughs> I do enjoy um, getting in the gym and picking up heavy things. Yeah. Um, and the whole analogy behind it is that literally when you're picking up a weight, it tears muscle fibers. Mm. And then in the recovery, they build back stronger. And so that burden with a purpose is is the best way to really look at our trials of yeah. like yeah you know god is not out to get us right satan is mm-hmm. um 
God is not out to get us. He is good. He yes. is for our good. He is for our our purpose and our growth. Yes. And so seeing trials as like, hey, my muscle fibers are tearing right now. They are tearing. What am I going to do about it? And to know that through that, eventually with God's timing, yep. leaning on him, we can build back even stronger Absolutely. through recovery through community, through prayer, through reading his word, um, yep. through that perspective, that burden with a purpose. But you're right. At the same time, it is very easy to see trials as those plates just being hurled at our heads. Yeah. But um, we do have both. I mean, we have Satan hurling weights at us yeah. left and right. Um, but it's really on us how we choose to see that and how we remind ourselves and stepping out of the way of those weights being hurled at us and mm-hmm. digging in deep to the yeah. to the burden with a purpose. Yeah, and, and even allowing other people to bear that with us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, this is heavy. Let me let me come alongside and yeah. And carry it with you a little bit. Yeah. Like when you see people who are really serious about weightlifting in the gym. Oh, yeah. Not me. Um, <laughs> but people who, you know, are maybe doing some sort of press or you know, lift of some way where they have a spotter. Yeah. A person who is yeah. right there in case they drop the weight, yeah. um, who who comes in and they're not lifting the weight for them, yeah. but they are there as support. And that's just another beautiful picture of that's what great. community can be. Like, let me shoulder this yeah. weight with you. It's your weight to carry, but I am here. But I'm here. I got your you back. You are not alone. I got your back. Yeah. Yeah, because that is the perfect image of who – who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for joining us, Becca. Yeah. I love, I loved this week and I love being here. Yeah. Hanging out with my friend, chatting yeah. about, chatting about Jesus, how good God is. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good to think about the sermon throughout the week. Yeah. And absolutely. How it applies. Me. Yeah. Thanks for helping me think about that. Thanks again for listening to the follow-up. To learn more about Coram Deo Church, check us out on social media at Coram Deo NC or our website, coramdeonc.com. To listen to more of our podcasts, you can find them anywhere you find podcasts. Just look up Coram Deo Church, Morganton, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everyone. That was the wrong button. I don't know which one it is. Do you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But that's kind of fun. <laughs>